Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. Much has been said over the years about the eventual collapse of the U.S. dollar, as well as the end of its reign as the de facto global reserve currency. However, you know, I think many of us here in the alternative media maybe don't take enough time to talk about the other side of that. What comes after the dollar? And that's what I want to talk about today. What comes after the dollar? It's probably something that I haven't talked about enough in the past as well. Now, Many people have pondered this in the past, and many of them, unfortunately, come to the conclusion that, yeah, the dollar has its problems. It has its debt problems, it has its economic problems, central banking, political, etc. But when you compare it to the alternatives, whether it's SDR, cryptos, gold, the yuan, euro, yen, pound, etc., it's what some would describe the, as the, the, the cleanest shirt in the dirty pile of laundry. Now, I'll accept that argument. For, for the time being, I think that's absolutely the case. That would explain why the dollar on the DXY index is doing fairly well right now, despite the fact that, that all these currencies in the basket are, are slowly being inflated. I think that would explain the fact that despite some hints of de-dollarization by various entities, by various countries, the dollar still is kind of the, the premier currency for the time being. However, let's think outside the box here. Let's extrapolate, right? Let's not focus on the near term. But let's focus on the long term because we know at some point the dollar is going to lose that status for, for a variety of reasons. We have the economic side of it. We have the central banking side of it. The fact that, that our, our central bank, uh, like many other central banks, seems to be stuck in a, a never-ending cycle of easier and easier money uh, monetary policy. Uh, we have the political side of it. The fact that the U.S. empire historically has used the U.S. dollar, our trade, our economy, and of course our military as a way to bully other nations into submission, uh, countries that may not want to be really part of the U.S. dollar system. And over time, if we're looking long term here, if we're talking about the eventual replacement of the dollar, the, the incentive for countries to leave the U.S. dollar system or de-dollarize in some way is going to outweigh the risks, outweigh the downsides. In fact, I think we've already seen that uh, occurring in many countries that are trying or have been forced to de-dollarize over the years, um, that the, the benefits far outweigh the risks. And yet, for many countries, that may not be the case. But again, I want to talk about this because, I mean, the fact of the matter is that for for much of the 20th century, post-World War II, we lived in a bipolar uh, 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 geopolitical situation, bipolar world. You had the East and the West, and then the Soviet Union fell, and we had sort of a unipolar where the U.S. enjoyed uh, status as kind of the premier superpower around the world. However, we're moving away from that. The U.S. power, whether we're talking about economic, political, etc., is failing slowly but surely, and eventually we're moving to not a bipolar, but I think a multipolar world. 
Now, yes, none of these are going to be necessarily on even footings, but we're going to have the Russia, the China, the EU, the United States, and potentially other players emerge, and it's going to be a multipolar world. And I think that's going to be the case for currencies as well. In fact, the overarching idea of this, you know, what do I, silver fortune is if my opinion matters, what do I think is going to happen? You know, I think the fact of the matter is that it's going to be more than one answer. There's going to be more than one replacement to the dollar. I'm not going to squarely place my pets on, on just one thing, the SDR or some derivative thereof or something similar to that, or the yuan or gold. I think that the truth is, and we're, we're going to see in the future, it's going to be played out in various different ways. So let's get to this. I want to go through these one by one and why they, they have some pros, they have some cons, each of them, and why ultimately I think the answer is going to be multifaceted. So first of all, I want to start off with currencies. One currency outright replacing the dollar, much like the dollar uh, uh, replaced the, the pound, basically, as the global reserve currency you know, around the mid-20th century, you know, World War II, um, in that era. So first of all, we have the yuan. This is oftentimes cited by people in, in this community as, as the replacement for the dollar. And, and, and don't get me wrong, uh, the China and, and their, their, the role that they play in the global stage has increased exponentially in the last you know, two or three decades. It has. But you know, the big problem have to, with the yuan is, is, first of all, it remains a fairly small player. You know, yes, it's part of the SDR. Yes, um, it's, it's increasing. Uh, it has a larger role. But, but right now, I don't think it's ready for the global stage. Uh, plus, the, the Chinese economy, I've, I've held this belief for quite some time, is, is in a very large bubble in which I don't think it's going to, to um, be able to find a way out of uh, easily. In fact, you know, I talked about this in my video yesterday and somebody brought it up in the comments that you know, China right now looks a lot like Japan in its bubble phase not so long ago. I guess it is a while ago now, decades ago, uh, before I was alive. <laughs> And, and eventually um, went down the path of what today we'd call Japanification, right? Just stagnating economy. I think China, again, is going to be a big player on the world stage, but I don't think this growth is going to uh, continue indefinitely. It's going to stop at some point. In fact, we're already seeing that. So already I think the yuan is just not ready. Again, it's going to play a role, but as the currency to replace the dollar, I don't think so. Next one on the list is the euro. Now, I don't need to go over this too much for those of you guys that, that are familiar on these topics. But, but basically, yes, the euro, the eurozone, very large economic player, doesn't mean it's healthy. It is not healthy whatsoever. Um, they're dealing with their own uh, issues, if you want to call them domestic. They're not, I mean, <laughs> these are different countries we're talking about, but they're dealing with their own um, um, issues within in the borders of the EU, whether it's Brexit or potential exit of other countries like like Italy. Uh, they're, you know, it, it would be a different situation if, if you had some members of the EU leave or kicked out. In fact, I heard you know Jim Willie, who I don't talk about a lot, but but he was talking about you know if if they could get the pigs nations out, Portugal, uh, Italy, Greece, and Spain, and I think Ireland used to be accounted among them as well. If you could kick them out, it'd be a different story. But if you had you know Germany and some other more uh, prosperous countries, more responsible countries, uh, as the new eurozone, it'd be a different story. But as it is right now, they have way too many problems, and and I. No, I, they, you know, again, going back to the dollar, I mean, the dollar's in a bad place, but I'd say the euro is maybe even in a worse place. So, um, no, the yen, again, we, I just talked about this. It, it's too small. Um, some people would consider it a safe haven asset for some, some reason. 
at some points for various reasons, I guess. But but as a whole, no. I mean, they the stagnated economy and, and not a whole lot of, of potential for, for, I think, future stability there. Um, and it's just not widely used right now. It's just, you know, it's it's it's. You know, it's used as forex reserves. It's it's part of the SDR, but no, I don't think so. Um, and then finally, we have the ruble. Now, the ruble is maybe the smallest, and maybe not maybe, but probably the smallest of these five that I'm listing here. It does have some benefits in that Russia has a fairly fairly low, uh, you know, debt to GDP ratio, especially versus these other countries. They have large amounts of of uh, uh, natural resources within their country. Um, they certainly have a lot of gold. They seem to be in a good position. To, to build upon you know what they have now for in the future but I, they're just not large enough um, and and I just don't foresee the, the ruble as kind of being the next uh, global reserve currency now next thing I want to talk about here is uh, moving away from just one and there's other currencies too don't get me wrong there's the pound um, which I didn't mention actually I had on a list I should have but but again it's you know similar story um, uh, it, it's small and it's um has a lot of problems, right? Just like the euro, just like the the dollar. Uh, but the next, I mean, there's the rupee. There's there's some other ones out there that are fairly large, but just not large enough. They're no, they're not going to be replacing it. Now the other option here, and this kind of gets into the idea that I think the answer is going to be found in multiple different avenues as to what's going to replace the dollar. And that's bilateral trade between countries in currencies other than the U.S. dollar. So a good example of this people. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Would be between Russia and China. They're, they're already conducting this type of trade. And, and you have it in other places as well, obviously the euro zone. Um, you have Iran, which is a great example of a country that has a lot of oil to sell. Um, and, and, you know, U.S. Is, is trying to stop people from buying that. But at some point, you know, I think... If we see countries or, or areas move away from the dollar system, that'll be in one way in which they do it, whether it's India, China, Turkey, the EU, choosing to buy oil from Iran. But basically, I mean, this is bilateral trade using a currency other than the dollar. And I think this is going to be a big part of the, especially the early stages of this de-dollarization. It already is. You'll see, um, you know, maybe maybe uh, some Asian countries trade more and more in, in the yuan or some of their native currencies. Um, you'll see the EU and the euro being used more, uh, you know, between maybe Germany and China or something along those lines. Bilateral trade in currencies other than dollars. I think this is going to be a big part of it. And and again, it's this does not fit an easy mold of one single thing replacing the dollar. I think that's a really important thing to understand. Now, the next one on this list is the SDR. It stands for Special Drawing Rights. This is something that was... Um, concocted by the IMF back in the late 60s, I think 1969. In fact, it actually used to be defined as, uh, they actually had it listed, 0.888671 grams of gold. That's how much an SDR could be converted for back in the day. Today, you know, with the end of the the, uh, gold standard and whatnot, uh, and, and, and all the countries being on basically a fiat system, that's no longer the case. Now it's basically a basket of uh, currencies you have in their in order of, of how large the, the, 
of, of a percentage they, they make up of the basket. You have the dollar, the euro, and then in third, fourth, and fifth, you have the yuan, yen, and pound at a considerable smaller weighting than the dollar and the euro. Now, as it stands right now, the SDR is not used for trade. In fact, uh, it's just, it's not even a currency. It's something you can redeem for currency. Um, it was a fairly small program until 2009, in which it was vastly expanded. And some people would say that the SDR um, could be, you know, some some play some role of this in the future. Now, in terms of, of forex reserves, country uh, uh, reserves held by by um, foreign central banks and, and countries, basically treasuries, whatever. Yeah, I think that's absolutely a possibility. Now, in this next crisis, we could see the SDR basket or the SDR, uh, the, the amount of SDRs out there, expand even more, just like it did during the, the financial crisis. And I think, again, this is going to be part of it, part of the IMF solution. Um, but it's, again, it's not used in trade. It's not a currency. It's it's used to redeem currency. Now, again, going back to, to trying to have some, some creative thinking and think outside the box, you know, theoretically, you could have something similar to the SDR that is a currency that could be created. You could even have find some way to create SDRs to some other, uh, you know, uh, one world note. We could just call it that, whatever you want to call it, you know, move towards a one world currency, whatever you want to call it. But that's a one potential um, um, solution that could be floated by uh, the IMF. And in fact, you know, I think the IMF, uh, BIS, uh, et cetera, I think they could get a lot of countries into the system if it was clear that the dollar system was going to fail. Uh, it, it has some, you know, benefits of, of being a basket of different currencies. But again, if we're moving to a multipolar world, are you going to have all these different countries, you know, with the end of the dollar, uh, uh, give up any chance of um, having things their way? Now, does that mean having their their currencies global reserve uh, currency? Not necessarily. I mean, many people. I, I think this is Lewis. Uh, what is it, Kamarasano, Kamarasano. I always, usually I just refer to him as Lewis because I don't like pronouncing his last name, but from Smalgo, then he, you know, I think it was him that brought up the, the topic of, of the Chinese yuan being the world reserve currency and, and maybe someone else, but it's like, would they actually want that? I mean, they're benefiting from, not that they're benefiting from the dollar in many ways. Now, in many ways they're not, but would they want that? Not necessarily, but they might not necessarily also want some sort of SDR-based system either. So again, I think this is going to play a role, the SDR and some, some future version when it comes to trade or something like that. It's hard to say exactly because it's not you know in place right now. Uh, but is it the future one world currency? It's hard to say. I mean, if we're talking end times, maybe something like that. Uh, maybe it's just a whole new currency that's issued by, you know, the BIS or the IMF or something separate to the SDR. Uh, maybe even not correlated with these individual currencies, right? Maybe it's going to be a free floating thing. Who knows exactly how it's going to work out? And I'm sure there's, you know, everything I'm talking about here. There's there's going to be problems that you can pick up, you know, pick, pick these arguments apart. But I'm just, you know, floating possibilities. I think the SDR is going to play a role, but not going to be the thing. Next on this list is commodities, primarily gold and silver, which you might consider money, not commodity. And I get that as well. Uh, now, some people would say that it's going to back a currency in once a dollar collapses. In my opinion, I think that's unlikely. Could happen. Could be wrong. I think it's unlikely. But I think gold and silver, as well as other commodities, oil, which is a big one, um, and, and others, whether it's uh, you know food, uh, soybeans, wheat, uh, it could be uh, uh, metals, other types of metals, 
um, natural gas, etc. It could be used, you know, similar to, I guess, a currency or to, to kind of barter. You know, for example, uh, 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 Russia could send China oil and, and China could send them um I don't know, gold or something along those lines, right? Um, then you've effectively de-dollarized, you've de-fiatized the whole uh, situation, basically. And and I think it's not going to be the, the one world currency in the future. I don't think gold and silver will be tied to it personally. However, I think that, that it's almost inevitable that in the future with, with collapse of the dollar and other currencies, that the dollar is going to regain a larger uh, role as a monetary asset now gold is already somewhat in that role but i think that's going to be amplified silver is going to be uh, regain that to some extent and it might not take the form of silver being held by central banks necessarily but it's going to be viewed as what it is and that is uh, you know money as a as a, a very acceptable means of, of transaction and storage of wealth etc now it's got its downsides obviously when we're talking about individual transactions uh gold and silver maybe is not as easy as as fiat or or something that you're not trans transferring something physical in that moment but when we're talking about between corporations or countries a little easier uh especially if you you uh put everything kind of on an accounting system um so so i think it's going to play a role right uh in individuals corporations even countries diversifying we're already seeing it play that role and that could increase over the years but again i don't think it's going to be the thing that replaces the dollar again this is this is my opinion, but this is, I think, going to just be a, a variation of, of or a conglomeration, I guess, of, of various ways to to replace the dollar. And then the final one I have on this list is, is cryptocurrencies, which I, people see this floated a lot, whether it's uh, the BIS or the IMF or the Fed or whatever central bank talking to floating this idea of, of a cryptocurrency. Now, it's the thing about it is that I think cryptos are going to play a role. Absolutely, I do. With that being said, I think it's going to be more of a platform than anything else. Cryptos are something similar to that. It's going to be the platform. You know, for instance, you know, theoretically, you could put SDRs on a platform, uh, a crypto platform. You could put some other currency, a new currency, something similar to the SDR, uh, uh, something similar to the dollar, whatever, on some sort of a crypto platform now starting from scratch is maybe easier and maybe that's eventually the route they're going to take is just start from scratch and, and get a new currency on the on a crypto blockchain uh but but i don't think it's 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 going to be part of it i think by by some countries even by you know these global organizations but again it's it's just gonna be the platform it's just gonna be a tool they use now that's not something i'm i'm gonna be excited for uh a worldwide crypto currency or something similar to that uh, but but I think it's a reality. I think it's going to play a part. But but again, I don't think it's going to be the solution. Again, I, going back to this, at the end, when it's all said and done, 50 years from now, maybe there's going to be a single solution, right? It could be similar to what we have right now, except instead of the dollar, you have some other currencies, some other currency as kind of the the global reserve currency, and then you have these other ones that play a smaller role, right? Today we have the dollar, and then you have the euro, the yen, the pound, the ruble, the rupee, uh, etc that play a smaller role or it could be the one world currency who knows right it could be uh, 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 not even global basket but just some arbitrary currency that's been floated by a you know global organization right um, it's hard to say 50 years out but along the way I think the answer is going to be multifaceted 
I think commodities and precious metals, oil, like they have in the past, will play a role in the future. I think that bilateral trade, as we're seeing right now, in an attempt to de-dollarize, or just to make things simple, who knows what what their motivations are, but between Russia and China, or China and Iran, or Iran and the EU, or EU and uh, uh, Africa, or whatever, that's going to play a role. SDRs already do, and I think they will in the future. I think it's going to be expanded. We can have something similar to the SDR that can be used more in a currency format. It's hard to say. Something brand new. And cryptos, I think, are going to play a role. But that's something I think important to understand here is that when somebody says it's going to be one thing that in three years from now, the yuan is going to ultimately just completely replace the dollar, or that the SDR is going to completely unseat it. Now, I'm not saying that that's impossible. It's just not my opinion of where things are going, right? So I hope this video, this this podcast has been helpful for you guys. I hope it's been an interesting discussion. I, how long have I been talking here? Probably over, going on 20 minutes, okay? I could expand on this much more. I could do much more detailed analysis and research and whatnot into the yuan, the euro, the yen, the pound, the ruble, the rupee, etc. And, and their case for replacing the dollar. I don't want to make this a, an hour-long video. This You guys are probably already sick of me talking. I could talk more about the SDR. I could talk more about initiatives that maybe are already floated or, or, or underway by the IMF or by the BIS that could be giving us some hints as to what's next. We could talk more about um, various other uh, uh, ways that countries have de-dollarized, whether it's yuan-denominated oils futures or, or, or um, you know, the Shanghai Gold Exchange and, and its role in bringing gold to China and, and, and potentially away from the West. We, we could expand on this much, much more. I'm not going to. That's beyond the scope of this video. I just want this to be some food for thought, some alternatives. And again, the overarching theme here doesn't have to be one. In fact, I think it's going to be multiple different avenues in which the, the future economy uh, uh, goes down. It's it's going to be multifaceted. And for, for those of us that own gold and silver, it's going to play a role. I, I do think it will. And I think that it's going to be revalued, if you want to call it that. If nothing else, just because it's going to have a larger seat at the table of monetary assets in the case of gold. And, and silver is actually going to have a seat there. Uh, many people, especially at the central banking level, would act as if it doesn't right now. But I think that's going to change. So that's my take on it. I'd love to hear your take on it down below in the comment section. Hear your take on this video as well. If you're listening on a podcast, usually they don't have comment functions. Sometimes they do. But if nothing else, you can give me a review a star review or, or whatever you want to do. So I'd appreciate that as well. But as always, I'd like to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video or listening to this podcast and God bless.